Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag Utah Jazz. We've made it a point, especially from our perimeters, to try to be better. You know, each game, try to take some from what we've learned from past seasons and playoffs and use that to get better in each situation. And tonight, basically every night, we've played against some quick guards and young guards who get up and down. And for us, it's trying to stay in front, trying to make it tough on them and easier on Rudy and Hassan. And hopefully we're getting better at it and, you know, make our team defense a little bit better. That's Mike Conley. Talking about the Jazz. You know, he always sounds like a university professor when he speaks. Like he's got a nice tie on and a jacket. You know, maybe some glasses. I'm going to call him Professor Mike. Doesn't he sound like a teacher when he speaks? Like he knows what he's talking about, but it's not like it's overwhelming. He's not trying to impress you with his knowledge. He's just speaking. Professor Mike. Professor Conley. Jazz open up this road trip tonight against the Hawks. Hawks played last night in Brooklyn. Had to fly down. Had to go from Brooklyn down to Atlanta down there. So we'll see what happens. Six and one Jazz. Hawks are a good team. Injury report. We've got a couple of questionable guys with Donovan Mitchell and Royce O'Neal. Both with right ankle sprains. Now, it doesn't say here, hi, I need to know. These are low. I need to know where the ankle sprain is. There's three parts. High, low, and medium, I guess. Middle. I don't know. I don't know much about the ankle. I don't know much about biology. I don't know much about history. Pre-game. We'll start at 3, no, 4.30. 4.30 right here on the zone. And the game starts at 5.30. Jake Scott and our man Tim Lacombe. Tim, I know you're listening. How you doing, buddy? Be talking to you soon at the bottom of the hour. Uh, let's see, we got uh, Jared Butler is also uh, questionable. Hassan Whiteside, left ankle sprain. Man, we got a lot of ankle sprains. Butler's actually probable. Yes, he is. Both of them. Hassan Whiteside and Butler. Now, it's always Mitchell, if he doesn't play, it stinks. But there's 82 of them. He's probably not going to play all 82. So, see what they can do. And then they get the two Floridas to wrap up the trip over the weekend. All right, that's your jazz right here, 97.5, 1280, The Zone. Hashtag NBA. Garland comes underneath the basket to our left. Garland knocked Nance down, right side Mobley, the rookie for three. Good! Evan Mobley from downtown! Into the lane to shake. Milton back out to Niang. Catch, shot, three. Oh, yeah! George Niang! Lobs for Jokic. Melton steps in front. Gets a steal. Up ahead for Morant. Here we go. Highlight reel. Morant, a two-handed hammer. He did not try to do too much. I like that because they know they need the bucket right there to regain the lead. George, step back corner, three on the near side. Oh, Paul George nails it. He is egging on the crowd, asking, let me hear you, as he's got 25. Driving to his right, knocked Murray backwards. Circles to his left, got around. There's your switch. Got to the rim, and he laid it up and in. <laughs> Draymond knocked it away, a steal. Picked up by Peyton. Peyton's got pool. Bounce pass to pool. Goes up and dunked it with a right hand. 
And a foul! And a foul! Thank that you. fouled! Thank you, Tim Roy. Oh, yeah, that's DJ's guy, right? They're boys. Been on the show a couple times. Yeah. And the foul! The Warriors uh, continue to win. They're 6 and 1. Tied with the Jazz. That game was on television last night. Uh, watched uh, a lot of that game. Steph Curry, man. I think Steph Curry is the ultimate performer. May not be the best basketball player, but I think he's the best performer. He knows it's entertainment. And we want to be entertained. Especially for most of us aren't Warrior fans, don't have any connection to them, don't really care if they win or lose, but we're interested. And he knows he's playing. He's like an entertainer. He's like a like a great dancer. Who's a great dancer, Yak? Usher at one time was considered a great dancer. Usher? Mm-hmm. Usher can move. I mean, like, but not somebody who's just known for dancing. Now, I mean, you got Usher, Bruno Mars puts on a good act, but I'm talking about just dancing. Like Fred Astaire. Was Fred Astaire a great dancer? Fred Astaire a great dancer. I actually think one of them here locally, Chelsea Hightower. She's been on So You Think You Can Dance for many, many years. Yeah, I was thinking of male, but... Okay. uh, Well, oh, Derek Huff. Another Utah name. Oh, yes. Yeah, Alta Hawk? Alta Hawk, correct. What's his sister's name? Julianne Huff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those Huffs. They're toughs. Uh, I just love watching him play. I think he adds... uh, He has a flair and a style... Incredible. Obviously, in our, our many people's minds, he's the best shooter. Jordan Poole goes for 31 as they blow away the Charlotte Hornets, who fall to 5-4. and four. Gordon Hayward's new team. Have fun there. So you heard that Eric Mobley uh, hi- highlight and kid from SC. Cleveland, 5-4, and four, man. They're building something. Blazers lose again. They're 0-4 away from home. My gosh, they stink. Stink, 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 don't they? The Magic got hammered by the Celtics. The reason why I bring that up is not that anybody cares about the Magic, but the Jazz play them on this trip. Magic are 2-7. and seven. They're 0-3 at home. So that might be one that the Jazz can look toward uh, certainly getting on this trip. How about the Sixers, man? 6-2. Six and two. Beat the Bulls. Battle of big-time teams this year so far, anyway, for the first couple of weeks. Curry's brother, Seth, goes for 22. Yeah, I'm rooting for the Sixers this year with the Simmons thing. Have it not distract them, still find ways to win would be sort of cool. And our man, plus our man, George Niang, 32 minutes off the bench, 18 points, three boards, playing a huge role for the 76ers. He's basically right now their sixth man. He's moved up multiple spots in the rotation. That's pretty cool, I think. Right? I think we all root for him, don't we? Oh, absolutely. The minivan. Yeah. Seemed like a good, yeah. But not, I'm telling you, he's the Escalade now. The upgraded Escalade. Yes. <laughs> Living the high life now. Yeah, man. You're a sixer. You play. Any team's sixth man is a vital place to be and a position to have on the team. Is it not? I think it absolutely is. I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, and we already talked about how the Nets beat the Hawks. Hawks are 4-4. Four and four. So I think they had higher expectations because they were real close. Were they losing the Eastern Conference Final to the Bucks? didn't they? Correct. Yeah, and I think they had the chance to go up 3-1, but uh, Trey Young got an ankle injury, and the Bucks came back and Darn tied ankles. it at 2-2. Yeah, those ankles get in the way, don't they? And so they think that if they would have won that game, they think that was the series. So they're thinking... 
big time for that great run they had under Nate McMillan last year when he got elevated up to uh, interim head coach, and now he's the permanent head coach. They had a phenomenal end of the season, really, uh, once they made that change. Clippers won. We heard that. Paul George, 32 points, six boards, eight assists. He's a great player. Mavs beat the Spurs. How about the Kings, man? Four and four. Came in here the other night, lost. Now they only beat the Pelicans, one and eight. But still, Kings four and four. They got to be ecstatic about that, I would think. All right, that's your NBA here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Hashtag NFL. Are you vaccinated and what's your stance on, on vaccinations? Yeah, I've been immunized. You know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of conversation around it, around the league, and a lot of guys who have made statements and not made statements, owners who made statements. You know, there's guys on the team that haven't been vaccinated. I think it's a personal decision. I'm not going to judge those guys. Um, there's guys who have been vaccinated that contracted COVID. So it's, it's an interesting issue that I think we're going to see played out the entire season. Well, that was said in air by Aaron Rodgers in August. Here we are in November. That was prophetic. Uh, because he's been um, told he is positive, so he's out. And But he was immunized. Are we playing words there? Immunized? I don't know what that means. I mean, I know what vaccinated means, but I don't know what immunized means. What was his line of thinking there? So now he has to go into, what they call that? The contact tracing, you just isolation, uh, isolation but, yeah. for ten days before he could return, and so uh, he's he had been operating as if he's vaccinated, so he's misleading. Was he lying? Is there some gray area, some penalty there? I don't know any of those answers. That's uh, going to be interesting to see. Now football goes on. I mean, that's the crazy thing. And even with the Raiders, with the the incredible cr- tragedy that they had, and that's just gross. Uh, but they still have to play. Uh, so the Packers are going to play this week. And Kansas City, right? That's the big game. It was supposed to be two marquee quarterbacks. But it's going to be Jordan Love. Utah State's Jordan Love. It's going to get real action. I mean, real action. Not preseason, not garbage time. Real action. All right? This is obviously going to be his first start. As far as I know. As far as I can recall, right? I don't think he's uh, had any uh, starts before. So that's going to be fun to watch him play with the local connection, and then we'll see what happens with this Aaron Rodgers soap opera. Man, Aaron Rodgers is turning a little bit of a diva here with all the stuff in the offseason, and now this, and what are they going to do going forward? And he likes to think the world is against them and blah, blah, blah. Well, if you are doing things and, and misleading folks, what's going to be the consequence? There's a consequence for all actions, that's for sure. Uh, the Saints star receiver, Michael Thomas, is going to miss the rest of the season. Another ankle injury, and he had gone had surgery in the offseason. That stinks for the Saints. And then I already brought up Henry Ruggs III. All right, reports are coming out. He was at Top Golf, and Derek Carr was talking about uh, how they were texting about his golf swing. Same so, thing with um, who's the wide receiver from Clemson. We sent a video of him swinging. Like, hey, can you fix my golf swing? Yeah. Uh, Williams? What are we talking about? Uh, Hunter Renfro. Oh, uh, Renfro. Oh, yeah. with the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Gotcha. Right. So Ruggs was at Top Golf. They said, and I don't know if it's true, but they're talking about that he's having he had 18 drinks, and obviously his blood alcohol content registered twice the legal limit in Nevada. And man, it's just gruesome traveling 156 miles an hour. 
if convicted, could face up to 46 years in prison. And you're only 22 years old, and a young lady was, she was 23 years old, and a dog was in there, and they heard her screaming, uh, but she couldn't get out, and then the car explodes, and the ball of fire and all that stuff. Oh, my goodness gracious. I mean, that's beyond comprehension. We'll have Lincoln Riley joining, or Lincoln Riley, Lincoln Kennedy joining us at uh, 8.30 for his weekly appearance. He is a Pac-12 and Raiders radio analyst, as you guys know. We've had him on the air for a number of years now. Oh, brother, and that's just uh, that's just awful. What an awful story there. Lives are ruined. One's dead. Obviously, her lives are ruined forever. And rugs, and I guess he had a female companion in the car with him. Uh, brother, a tough, tough, tough story, man. You cannot drink and drive. You just can't do it. You cannot do it, man. Can't do it. I can say it till I'm blue in the face. It can't happen. I mean, we all know people who've been affected by it. A friend of mine lost his twin brother. You go on and on. You all got stories. And especially in the, in the uh, I guess there's the NFL. You get free rides. Now, obviously, these guys can afford free rides, but they have free rides. And Derek Carr was talking about, call me. I'll come get you three in the morning, whatever it might be. He gave a very uh, impassioned, uh, I don't know, speech, I wouldn't say, but remarks that, that he made. And the attorney representing 22 women suing Deshaun Watson. Says settlement talks between the two sides have broke down. And that had the far as the trade deadline because of language that uh, Watson's legal team insisted they include non-disclosure agreements. Wow. And Tony Busby, he's the attorney for the, the alleged victims, right? Uh, he and his colleagues modified the language in the proposed non-disclosure agreement substantially, but added there will be some women who said, I'm never going to sign that. Yeah. That's another uh, not very good story. Uh, but that's what we have to deal with. That's your NFL. Turn the page. Hashtag college football. Minnesota coach P.J. Fleck. Seven-year contract with the Golden Gophers. That'll follow through, obviously, through the 2028 season. He's making about $4.65 million this year for Minnesota. Ooh, sort of, a, at best, a second-tier Big Ten team, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Uh, maybe they can move up the pecking order, but there's some lofty programs at the top of that conference. It's sort of uh, much like the SEC, obviously Ohio State. Michigan State's got it going on this year. They've been down, but they've also been good. Penn State and Michigan, too. Uh, Wisconsin. I say Wisconsin's yeah. right there. Yeah. Cross-state rival. They're they're very good uh, most times. Sometimes they're great. Uh, so it's tough for, for Minnesota. And this is a crazy story. You uh, see Los Angeles defensive lineman Jay uh, Toya? Toya, yep. Yeah. So he practiced yesterday, and there was a video of him threatening a group of students inside an elevator during a Halloween party. Chip Kelly said they're looking into it. <laughs> they're working uh, on it. Uh, uh, we do have uh, some minor news. Another coach was fired this morning. Tom Arth at Akron is out. Tommy Arth? Yep, Tommy Arth. At Akron? Mm-hmm. Two and seven this year. He's three and twenty-four and three. Seasons. Oh, good. Maybe before the season's over, Herm Edwards can get that job. Follow <laughs> along the uh, Clay Helton path. Do the Clay Helton thing. Get fired and get a new job before the season's over. Yeah, at a lesser program. Although I'm not sure the Akron is lesser than Arizona State. The way they've been going. 
All right, that's college football right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Buster Posey, 12 seasons in the big leagues, former NL MVP. They won the World Series, the Giants did, three times with him as the catcher. Gold Glove, Silver Slugger Award, 34 years old, and he's supposed to publicly announce his retirement today. Goodbye, Gerald. That's Buster's real first name. Buster Posey at 34 years of age. Interesting. Now, I believe, as most baseball followers do, he's an absolute 100% slam dunk for the Hall of Fame. In fact, I believe if he retires, so he retires this year, what do you have, a five-year waiting period? I see no reason why. uh, Help me with the math here, Yach. That would be 2026? Correct. I would see no reason why in the summer of 2026 he is not standing at the podium on a summer day in Cooperstown oh, yeah. talking about all the things that meant mean to him and all the special things and how he got to where he was and who helped him along the way as he should be giving his Hall of Fame speech. He is right there with anyone. He might be the MVP this year for that matter. There's been six catchers who've retired with a 300 batting average, and he will be the seventh. He retires yep. with a 302 batting average. And obviously for catchers, stats are nice, but there's so much more that go into it well, as far as a catcher, as we all know, as you have to be really good behind there with the pitchers. You have to be a psychologist and a parent and a teacher and a buddy and everything else. Plus, you have to be really good. And he is really good. Or he was really good. And he set, go ahead. Well, yeah, one thing I forgot to put on there, he's a two-time Comeback Player of the Year. This year, he won that award, Comeback Player of the Year. So They didn't play last year. He sat out. Yeah. And then I think uh, they won the series, and then the next year he got blown up at the plate. Correct, and changed the whole rule book. Yeah, which never made sense to me why you could just run over somebody. You, they don't do it on the other bases. Yeah. Why, do you, why was it acceptable to just blow up the catcher? Uh, like that, and so yeah, that was controversial at that time. I forgot who would, who did it, but I do remember now that you say that. That yes, he did miss time. He did get blown up at the plate with a major injury. I think it was fairly early in the season too, if I remember. And then he comes back, and they win the World Series again. <laughs> so they won the World Series with him as a catcher. He gets blown up. They don't win. He comes back the next year after rehabbing, and they win again. Yes. So he's going to go down, I would think, as one of the greatest giants, whether it's New York or San Francisco. So obviously, certainly San Francisco, and most likely their most accomplished catcher. And he has been, as far as a player, the face of the franchise. So he's going to hang it up after 12 years in the big leagues, 34 years of age, still young enough to have a great, great life. We'll see what he's interested in doing. He's a kind of a, I don't know if he's a farm boy, but uh, he is a guy from Georgia who sort of marches to his own drum there. So we'll see what happens with him. Congratulations, Gerald Buster Posey, the Giants retiring a Hall of Fame career that was outstanding. All right, turn the page. Hashtag RSL. As Bill Walton once said, uh-oh, our ball club. I feel so bad for Sniggy. 
And fortunately, I'm here. He's not here to interrupt me. So I can speak on soccer and speak from the heart and not be just because of ratings and I can make money. No, I'm a soccer lover because I love the game. And they simply did not perform well enough. Losing at home, 3-1 to one to the Portland Timbers. Although I like to believe it was 2-2 two, two because we scored one of their goals. Herrera scored one of their goals. And Fantastic that really bothered that. me. Bothered me, yes. It was a little, uh, you know, cry. I could get all technical, but I know most of you aren't technical with soccer. So I'm just going to go in layman's language. You know, a nice little cross pass. And it ended up going over at, off of Herrera into the back of the net. And that made it 3 nothing. And then Big Al, he got a little penalty kick, hit the top, bounced down, went in, you know, passed the line. You know, there's technical jargon, jargon but I'm not going to bore you with that. I always play. Hey, this is the way I do, you know. I always play back because I know it's his big sport. He worked for years behind the scene. I like to say connive, even though he denies it. But I've been told. <laughs> You're trying to get him to call in, aren't you? I'm just speaking truth now that he's not here to interrupt me. <laughs> Such an epic warning. <laughs> you know, he had no idea that I would be listening to that when he went off just nope. slamming me into the goalposts <laughs> with this big soccer diatribe. We call it the manifesto. Uh, we should play that one of these times. So the RSL loses to Portland. Now, my gosh, they are in a world of hurt. They've had two major losses as far as the playoffs. They got old Sporting KC on Sunday. So obviously to get into the postseason, they need to win. Plus, they also need the Galaxy to lose to Minnesota. And that's Minnesota United, which means they're very together because they're united. Yes. In order for them to make the playoff. So... Not looking good. Maybe so. You never know. Hey, in soccer, anything can happen. Believe you me, I've got a wealth of soccer knowledge, but I always take a back seat because he's always trying to impress the people so he can keep that gig, and I want him to have it since it matters to him, and hopefully they travel, get back on the road so he can have his fun. I've been there, done that, so I'm not interested in traveling on that stuff anymore, but I know he wants to, so... Good luck to the RSL Ball Club, and they honored our guy, Beckham. Beckham's block there. Gave a little speech. They had the, his the likeness cut into the grass. That was really cool. Yeah. Uh, how they did that. I don't know how they did that, but uh, that was super cool. So, how something they did to do it. with, like, mowers. And yeah. That was uh, intricate. I can barely get a straight line in my yard. I was going to say. And they got his whole, uh, like, from chest up, uh, his image uh, that he has going on and the way he looked. And that was really cool that they put that in the grass. And he should be honored. He, he'd been the face of the franchise for many, many years. What is Training is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There is no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them, Shamrock Plumbing, at 801-295-1690. 295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up this morning, I already told you, we've got Lincoln Kennedy Pac-12 Raider analyst joining us at 8.30. Mike Smith, now working for the Jazz full-time. Former BYU Cougar, he will join us at 9.05. Tim Lacombe's coming in. DJ's off today. That's why I was having fun at his expense. And uh, Lacombe will be joining us on the next, on the uh, right after this commercial break. 
So stay with us. We've got a lot to hit. Obviously, he does the jazz, too. Jazz got a game tonight. We'll hit that heavy this morning. Stay with us. 97.5, 1280 The Zone. The new zone lineup is here. With the best coverage of the sports you love and the teams you can't live without. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 to 10. Followed by Jake Scott and Ben Anderson from 10 to noon. Get your daily fix of Hans and Scotty from noon to 3. And then the zone welcomes unrivaled with Alex Curie and former NFL quarterback Scott Mitchell to the team. Weekdays from 3 to 6. Live and local. All day, every day. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Powered by kslsports.com. Hot takes or toast. It's going to be brought to you by Utah Facial Plastics. Losing your hair? Well, come on. It's 2021 and you don't have to do that. UFP Hair Restoration offers a range of cost, uh, a range of cutting edge therapies to restore thick hair permanently. You got that? Cutting edge therapies to restore thick hair permanently. Just text hair to 801-960-3137. 960-3137. You'll get 15% off any hair loss treatment or you can visit www utahairmd.com utahairmd.com that's by special request the opening act for the rolling stones saturday night at allegiance stadium in las vegas i will be there do you know anybody needs tickets do i know anybody who needs tickets i've got tickets that's tim lacombe will be giving away free stones tickets no <laughs> No, free. I, I, know, I know somebody for free. No, now, now could be to the four millionth could caller be, could be discounted. Could be discounted, but not free, man. Oh, I thought that was part of it. We're gonna have a contest today. We give away jazz tickets. We give away BYU, Utah, Utah State tickets. Sometimes Weaver tickets. <laughs> that's what I thought you were doing. I thought that's why you were brought on. <laughs> This morning, you had some Stones tickets to give away. <laughs> well, you know, maybe we could barter. Maybe somebody has... What would you trade me for four Stones tickets? Maybe that could be our little tweet of the day um, on the slide. So you have tickets that you're trying to unload? Well, Is that I have the tickets. I got tickets with a buddy, and, um, you know, I, I knew there was a jazz game that night, but... Miami, right? Yeah, but uh, I thought, you know, I'll I'll get somebody to sub for me, and then I I got in here, started talking to Jake, and he's like, oh, you know, the one weekend I need you here for sure is uh, (laughs) because... Isn't that how it always happens? Because I'm going to Napa with with some friends, and and I just kind of sat over on the side and thought, okay, uh, I just pulled up StubHub and started to list them. But yeah, I was planning to be there too, buddy, and I'm not going to be there. Oh. So maybe we could talk about, I don't know where your seats are. but oh, Way up top. Well, maybe we could do a little switcheroo and you could get a little closer. Sure. Because I'm sitting on four right now that are pretty doggone good. Are you really? Uh, yeah, so we'll talk about that. Okay. Tim Lacombe, jazz analyst, joining us this morning. And then he'll be back this evening as the Jazz take on the Atlanta Hawks on this three-game road trip that they have as the season starts to get underway to a little bit more of a serious matter. 
games are start going to come at us and road trips and all that stuff. They've had a favorable schedule so far. Uh, I don't know that they necessarily needed it to go six and one, but certainly it's helped to go six and one. They've gotten off to the very good start. Uh, health provided, they should continue to roll. So, with you sitting in for DJ this morning, are they going to win the West? Well, let's just get right to it. This is like <laughs> <laughs> I, I that's what matters. This is, this is, I heard this is how you courted. You know, you saw a girl you liked, went up in the cafeteria in the sixth grade, and said, "So, are we going to get married?" <laughs> no, I. For the first thing I did is I invited her to get to know her. I invited her to a soccer game because you love soccer. <laughs> That was a that was a, a shot across the bow at Sniggs, right? Right now, just a little soccer uh, shot right no, there. No, no, I invited. See, I I didn't I didn't get into soccer because I knew it could make me money. No, I just got into soccer because I knew that I just loved the sport. Yeah, and there is a stench in here. <laughs> See, I listen. I I I, I am a. I'm a PK and DJ holic, so I know that that's not true. Um, who's going to win the West? Uh, I, I think the Jazz are going to win the West. That's I, what it boils down to. I haven't seen, you know. Obviously, we're way early, and there's there's teams that are outperforming right now. I would say themselves. Yeah, yeah. What they're, what they're ultimately going to be like? I think the Kings are playing better basketball now than they will four and four. You know, down the road, it's like Charles Barkley said. He said it most recently on uh, on an interview I saw maybe two weeks ago. Until you get about fifteen games into an NBA season, the bad teams don't know they suck. And about around fifteen games, they start to say, "Oh yeah, we're not very good. We'll probably lose tonight." But right now, everybody's still, you know, they see the the standings are. They're, they're still kind of in it because there haven't been many games played. No, but I think we know the Rockets, Thunder, and Pelicans suck. Maybe the Pelicans get a boost uh, if Zion ever plays more than two weeks in a row. Yeah, it, it's it's a real issue with him, isn't it? Just his health. Yeah. All the way back to his foot flying through that yeah. Nike and, at Duke. Right. And, and every I mean, it's almost like everybody knows, you know, they talk about where they were. Um, at different times and major things happen and and that I remember right where I was when we were out on the road uh, and had I had the game on and his his shoe came flying. Yeah, they never show that. anybody blow out their shoe. Right. That was almost like uh, cracking the backboard on a dunk, breaking the glass. You don't see it very often. Don't fake the funk on that nasty dunk. <laughs> what was that from, Jake? That was some that's some catchphrase back when I was younger. Like in a commercial or something. I don't Williamson know. is the anti Carl Malone. Yeah, he played every game. This guy he, plays he, no he, games. He, well, and he looks, you know, he looks the part. <laughs> Big I, dude. I've been. I, I I still remember the first Jazz games I ever got to go to down low. Um, one of my buddies had tickets, and they had legacy tickets down on like on the second row. Um, and I was a twenty year old kid, and and Malone was kind of in his prime. <clears throat> and I remember sitting down there that close and just, it's crazy how big that dude is and how cut, um, you know, a screen from him would really hurt. And he said a lot of them. He said a lot of them. And, but sitting down there close with he and Stockton for those years, um, man, great memories. For sure. And I think this team this year, this is the first time since then 
that you can make a legitimate claim, not winning it all or bust, but finals or bust. This is the, I don't think you could legitimately make a claim until probably that second year that they went to the finals. Maybe the first year, but they hadn't done it yet, so we didn't really know. Once they did it, then the second year, certainly. Yeah, there's something to breaking through, right? And in last year, them winning a playoff series is a huge step forward, um, you know, from from a couple of years past. But if you look through the West, let's just look through the West, right? We got the Jazz right now and the Warriors at the top. Correct. Um, I watched the Warriors last night, and I Me like too. the Warriors. Um, it's interesting because the way everyone everyone in the league's guarding the Warriors is they're face guarding Steph, and so what the Warriors' offense is really based on is um, how they can get. Uh, you know, the other team so focused on Steph that they lose track of other guys. And last night, Jordan Poole was a recipient at 31, shot the ball really, really well. Um, Draymond Green still, he's kind of like an ageless wonder. Um, but, it, like, that's one of your, I guess, more stiff competitions, and I just think the Jazz are deeper and better, okay? The Mavericks... Wait, 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 wait. before we leave that, before okay. we... Okay, right now, they're deeper and better... But how about in March and April and May with Thompson? He's going to come back. He's going to come back some point. You know, they showed him. But, you know, my thing out. is, will he be Clay Thompson at that point? And, and, you know, probably somewhat close to it. But, and, and how does everybody else fit with him? I, those right. are the questions. And I throw in Wiseman. Not that he's going to be Abdul Jabbar. I'm no, not saying that. No, but he's a nice player. Yeah. And he's coming back. So I got. I got a Hall of Fame dude and a promising player. Now, I don't know that Hall of Fame guy, Clay Thompson, will be Hall of Fame Clay Thompson when he comes back, so I get your point. And you just, it always frustrates me when you say, oh, they're going to get him back. Okay, they're going to get him back, but it's not like you're going to get him back plus everything you had, meaning if Clay Thompson is playing very well, does Jordan Poole go for 31? Does Does he have the opportunity? So. There's going to be some guys who are going to have to take lesser roles who have more role now, and Poole probably being the prime example. So you just don't add Thompson into the mix and add it to the ingredients because there has to be some kind of subtraction because there's only you know, obviously one ball. Right. So they, they they appear to be dangerous. Yeah, no, they can be. And I, and I will say with Steph Curry, anything's possible. I do believe that. He is must-watch must television. Um, you know, even last night, the way the, the other teams play him, he, he's a guy who will sacrifice some of his game to get guys wide open shots, you know. And then those guys start making shots, and then you get, oh, man, we got to guard them, and then Steph gets loose. So, yeah, I, I'm, I, what I'm saying is I think the Jazz are, are a deeper, more flexible team. And I, I think as, as constituted, you know, looking down the road, I think the Jazz are better. Um, Mavericks, you go down to the Mavericks. I love Luca, but they're just soft, man. Like they, they get pushed around on a nightly basis, and I just think the Jazz, the Jazz are kryptonite for the Mavericks in my mind because the Jazz really have got this level of physicality, especially with Whiteside and Pascal coming off the bench. There's a, there's a little bit of a PK nastiness to those dudes, don't you think? Uh, they bring some stuff that uh, I think the team needs. I get your point. Uh, Whiteside, he's already I mean, been he, tossed out of one game. 
I like it. Uh, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm going to toss you out of here if you keep this up. <laughs> it's going to be me and Yock. Even better. <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't been ejected yet, come think of it. You're way nicer now than you ever used to be. <laughs> 19 plus years, and I have not been tossed once. <laughs> they tried to. You know, <laughs> you know that Kinahan, you know, oh, he's got all the answers. You know, just ask him. Um, and then, and then, obviously, you got to throw the Lakers in there. I think the Lakers, instead of having a big three, I think they should be playing in the big three. The, that oh, old nice. washed-up league. Yeah, I got you. Um, I and then uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. I think the Grizzlies actually match up with the Jazz really well. The Nuggets. But again, have we said anybody yet that just you know makes the hair raise on your neck and like, oh, we got to watch out for them? No, I think the Jazz are that team in the West. You left out one team. We'll get your thought on that team. The Suns. Ah, oh, nice. Stay with us. 97.5, 1280 The Zone. This is Hanson Scotty. Let's do it. The head coach of the Utah State Aggies, Blake Anderson. Coach, you've got a quarterback really cranking at a high level right now. How proud have you been of his performance? Well, a lot of what y'all have seen is, is what I expected to see. There are some, I would say, growing pains that Logan's been dealing with, but I think he's gotten better every week. He's not been healthy, and he's battled through it, which just tells you a lot about his toughness. Super quick release. He'll sit in the pocket to the last second to get the ball out when he needs to. He'll take the big hit to get the ball delivered to the right guys. He's tough. He keeps getting up off the turf. Proud of what he's doing. I think he's only going to get better. He's playing with a lot of confidence right now, which is good for us. What kind of a show is this? Catch Hans Olsen and Scotty G every day from noon to 3 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Powered by kslsports.com. Friggin' Football Friday. That's tomorrow. It's presented by... Mountain Land Supply, where the pros go for plumbing, landscaping, irrigation, agricultural irrigation, HVAC parts, tools, and safety equipment. Find a location near you at mountainland.com. Freaking football Friday! Yeah, you should write a tune to that. Now, this is your band. Is that what you want here? No, no, no. This is... This is my guitar player, who you saw. Oh, what are you, Mick Jagger? This is my drummer? This is my guitar player? This is player? my guitar player solo <laughs> stuff. And what's his name? Kevin McKinney. Check Kevin, him out. Kevin McKinney. Yeah, really good stuff. The old this song is cool. It's called Shoulder, but he always plays on words, and he uses a lot of sports stuff in it. So he said, over my shoulder... Like Willie Mays. Oh, with the uh, the famous oh, catch. Chike's all in on this if it's got <laughs> Willie Mays references. And then he said, over my shoulder like Dandy Don Hayes, the old Dallas Cowboys. So, yeah, the, I, a great lyricist, and the music's great. Is he the one that looks like the short guy in Penn & Teller? Yes. Okay. <laughs> like, the, just the phenom on the guitar. And he didn't say anything either, right? He just sat there and played. Now, who is the... Which one is Penn and which one's Teller? Because the, the guy in your band is a dead ringer it's the little for, guy. for Penn and Teller. Yeah, with the, he had yeah. a beanie and... Right. Yeah, he, he does look like Penn and Teller. But I don't know who, which one is Penn and which one is Teller. I don't Teller. either. I've never seen... I've never, I've never spent enough time to know. But I know I can see them both. And yeah. certainly I'd, it's like DJ and PK, you know? You can't have one without the other unless you do. And when you do... You get TLC. Well, yeah, it's, pe- it's peanut butter and jelly, and I am obviously jelly. How Why, sweet you're it is. Sweet. Yeah, to be loved by me. So it makes me <laughs> sticky and annoying. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're you're crunchy. 
Maybe you're smooth. DJ's crunchy. <laughs> so you don't like the Suns? You think the Suns suck, huh? I don't think they suck. <laughs> I didn't mention them just because right now they're down, you know, in the standings. But they, they definitely, you got to, that's a team like Memphis that gives the Jazz or, or gave the Jazz last year some, some issues. Um, a, a team, again, like we saw with the Bulls who play a ton in the mid-range. You know, that's, that's, a, that's an issue for the Jazz because uh, they want to funnel everything to that area and contest the best they can. Uh, but that, that mid-range pull-up, if a team gets hot there, kind of like the Bulls did, DeMar DeRozan, um, and, and the Jazz aren't great, you know, that night off- offensively or not efficient offensively, then that's a, that's a recipe to get beat. If the playoffs started today, they'd play the Suns. Well, bring it on. <laughs> Do you have a connection to Arizona? I can't remember. I haven't listened long enough. No. It's that in New Jersey, if I'm not mistaken. I got some California in me, too. We need to get like one of your... We need to get. We need to do a deep dive into PK's life. We need I to get like a... No, 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 no. He we need to get one of his either. school teachers. He doesn't. The nuns? From elementary. <laughs> They're all dead. We need <laughs> to get... a long time ago. <laughs> a long-lost uncle that thinks he's no good. <laughs> We gotta just dig into your life, some dude. No. That would be a fun expose show. No, like I could be no, 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 no. Geraldo Rivera standing at the vault. <laughs> Al Capone slash PK's vault stand outside your favorite pizza place in New Jersey, Star Tavern, where you used to feed the. I guarantee you were a. They they had a some sort of jukebox and you fed it <laughs> with my paper out money. With your paper route. <laughs> Mine was Pizza Hut in American Fork. That's where I got introduced to Tom Sawyer by Rush in that jukebox. And I heard it the first time and it blew my mind. I was about seven or eight. I'm going to play that again. Really? It was great. I was watching last night uh, something on Motown. So I have two older sisters and they're, they're much older. I, I was a mistake. Uh, <laughs> That's a whole nother story. <laughs> I still am. <laughs> Your favorite mistake. Your favorite. Uh, <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I come along w- way after my sisters, so they're much older. But I had one, my older of the two sisters, was way in the Motown. Was she a brown-eyed girl? I'm just throwing out song lyrics. No, mo- way, just a Motown lady. Big, big... Diana Ross and Supremes. I mean, you just named Motown. Loved Motown. And then the other one, who's two years younger, but still way older than me, uh, was more of the the Beatles, Stones. Alternative, getting into doors. that rock scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny. They're only two years apart. And when I was a kid, we didn't have very much money. And so they shared a bedroom. I had my own. Horse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this entitlement, I this entitlement wasn't just <laughs> sprouted in your later years. Well, I think it was uh, assigned by gender. So they, in fact, they only had one bed. So they were super close, but yet they had drastic differences in music, interestingly enough. Motown and then more of the British Invasion and, and, and Van Morrison. I've actually, the younger one, I've seen. With her in Vegas, Van Morrison. You brought up the brown-eyed, brown-eyed girl. So I have those two influences. And then fast forward another decade for me to come along, and I'm more of what would be now defined as classic rock. 
the Eagles. Were. And then you kind of merged by by that you merged into country. Oh yeah, later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, but, as but that's as rooted, country. That's rooted in classic rock. Yes, that's what, that's exactly what I was going to say. I'm going to see Old Dominion tomorrow in Vegas. They're in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. At Damn the, you, Jake. As at the Cosmopolitan, right? Yeah, and so I'm talking to Scotty G. And we're preparing for the weekend and, and workloads and everything. And and so I'm telling him I'm going to see two concerts. And he says, oh, well, I like one, meaning the Stones. I said, Old Dominion is nothing but early Eagles. That's right. It's like peaceful, easy feeling. Well, I went to that Kenny Chesney concert year, a couple of years ago. Oh, I I'd never that. seen him before. Right. And Old Dominion opened. They did. And they blew my mind. Yeah. Like I, I I like Chesney too, but man, like that night he they carried the day. Yeah, they're my favorite. They're very band. good. Yeah, they are. They're uh, they're outstanding. So and all they are is just they're considered country. I don't know why. Um, the days of Merle Haggard are gone. He took my whole damn king. <laughs> hey, Merle's still great. Well, I though. didn't say, but I mean that the days of defining that yeah. as country, the twangy, yeah, th- that still has its place. But that is totally morphed. Yeah, and you got to go back. It's to basically like going back. Charlie Pride. Yeah, you, know, you go way back, and then yeah, but it's definitely that whole country thing's evolved. It's almost like rock country now. It totally is. It's early Eagles. Yeah, it's pre Joe Walsh Eagles is all it is. That's all it is. So actually, I've come home. Jake Scott, who's listening now, constantly gets on me for uh, straying from my roots. Gordon Monson straying from my roots. No, I've actually returned to my roots. You just found a, a cousin to the classic rock group. Yeah. And plus, that isn't being produced anymore. Will you get one of his uncles on the phone, please? You can only listen to Sweet Home Alabama. So many times. Yeah. I mean, I come in here every morning to DJ, and I look at him, and I say, If I leave here tomorrow, would you still remember me? And he said, Who are you again? Yeah, exactly. I've never meant anything to him. That's the thing. You have a beautiful voice. I do. Especially when I go acapella without any music. It's outstanding, I think. Is it, I, can, I is should acapella, face Yak because he makes me laugh. Yeah. I can't get used to seeing Yak. Half a Yak? Half a Yak. He's Yakless? No, he's still Yak, but... Guy looks good, man. Yeah, I've been telling him. Putting in the work. Oh, for sure. That's what it's all about. Putting in the work, which will lead me to my next topic. Putting in the work, why he is already something, but he will be something even more by the end of this season. Stay with us. We'll get to that next. 97.5, 1280 The Zone.